So you always begin a little bit with safety. Just uh the Tov and Miller and others who were very strong on the idea of taking care of our bodies and minds and and physical being. So we mentioned that especially summertime is coming. We should have even in our house the telephone numbers of Atzala. Everything should be available. A sign on your front of your house, the numbers. Everything has to be in place. And we mentioned also concerning outdoor activities. It's so crucial now. The ball runs in the street. It's constant now. In the summertime, the ball rolls into the street and the children's reaction is to run. Be very, 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 very careful. Always repeat to the children during that and wearing headgear and when they cross the street, watching themselves, the cars run a little wild too. Night times too, there were cars in the streets. Even upstate, I've heard stories of children just walking away and walking away and easy to get lost. So a person has to be very careful, very careful to protect our children and ourselves. And we're beginning, because a part years ago we dealt with Miraglim. And after the episode of the spies, what happened? We had 40 years in the Midbar. So-called punished 40 years in the Midbar. It ended up being 40 years of learning Torah and of growing became a benefit, but the beginning didn't look like such a benefit. So what was the cause? So many of you say because they spoke Lashon Hara, they came back with a complaint instead of telling Moshe Rabbeinu and let Moshe Rabbeinu Paskin what should be said, they did it on their own. But another shot explanation I heard recently is the reaction the people the great people of the Midbar had when they were told by the Miraglim, there are giants there, it's a dangerous land, and everything they heard, for some reason, their response was being nervous and scared and hysteria. It ended up being the reaction to the complaint became now a bigger complaint. And that reaction was the cause, according to some, for the 40 years. Because where did all the emuna go? Ramosha Feinstein says that the emuna of the Makas were like electric shocks. Each one. We had Dam, Ashat, Badea, and going down to the end, that each one was shot in emuna. Ah, there's Hashem, there's Hashem. But now the test in the moon would have to be a long-lasting test to walk into a land where you're going to have to build your own and get rid of the enemies first. So the Amuna, the Amuna, the Amuna, guarantee was very high, but not as high as those electric shocks. A person needs Amuna to the point of electric shocks all the time. So their reaction, the lack of Amuna, so-called, that was the reason. And that there was a test, a complaint, and the reaction was one that was hysteria. And cause ended up the next Pasha with Korach. And so many different difficulties came along. It opened up a can of worms. So you see an important thing that a person is judged not so much what people say and do to you, is your reaction. It's a crucial thing to understand. We like blaming the wife and blaming the husband, blaming the children, blaming the mama, blaming the rabbi, blaming the, the crossing God. It's very nice to blame. But in this respect, Miraglam, that, that issue, that issue is for us a big lesson. That the reaction, do you want 40 years in your own midbar? How many times our reaction to complaints and tests and difficulties creates bigger tests, bigger difficulties, separations? And it causes our own lives. I know people married you know, 40 years. 
for some reason, haven't gotten over the whole, the hump of understanding that there are many tests. And every test, you don't have to jump and complain back. And every test, you don't have to decide the other person to blame. And you don't have to decide to who knows what you're going to do. So it's a big thing. It's a big, big lesson. When you're tested, when we're tested, with difficult times, very, very scary and difficult times sometimes, the test is for us and how we're going to respond. And our rewards, our daily activities, our future, our eternity is dependent on our response. We see 40 years in the Midbar. This is the greatest generation of all time. So, so much for us in our daily activities, how are we going to deal with the test? How are we going to deal? So that's one major aspect. And we're going to deal with from the point where Miller's third commandment of marriage is called peace as soon as possible. But we're going to discuss peace as soon as possible, not only with others, but peace as soon as possible within oneself. <laughs> because the person doesn't have a certain amount of peace within himself, herself, manuchas and nefesh, some steadiness of mind, settled mind, settled body. So, the peace outside is going to be even more difficult. The tolerance level will be even more difficult. So today we have to see a little bit about making peace as soon as possible. But we're going to use the Parshas, the Parsha of Korach also. When Korach was pushing, 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 and Moshe said, Rab Loch, like too much already. Stop pushing. In other words, Maybe you have what you have. It's enough. You're pushing too much. So Moshe Rabbeinu was cascaded for that response. Because later on, when Moshe wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael, the same word Rav was used again by, by Hashem, telling Moshe, it's enough, too much. The same word is used. So Mephoshim connected, Ametrish connects the whole thing. See, Korach, what was his desire? To become close to Hashem. He wanted to become close to Hashem. He wanted to become the closest, the highest, the highest to be close to Hashem. But being a taker got involved and lost sight, lost sight. So what could Moshe's response could have been? He said, too much. Mephoshim said it could have been Korach, I see your desire to want to serve Hashem. But let's look how we could do it another way, direct it that way or this way. So Moshe would said the same thing. When Hashem, Moshe wanted to go to Eretz Israel because all the mitzvahs that were there, he wanted to go in, same thing. Moshe's desire, desire, Hashem used the same Lushan, saying that's not the right Lushan to use because for a Yid, there's a burning, burning desire. That's why people have children who have burning desires and that's why we have to direct it, give them leeway, give them kisses and be the best model possible because the children, teenagers, the desire is burning, is burning and it's all part of this whole idea of burning to serve Hashem. Burning to get closer to Boreal Olam. A desire, a burning desire to succeed, succeed, succeed. But if you don't have Torah, your big success could be going into the kitchen and eating a, a cake. Or it could be running to a basketball game. It could be many, many things. Many, many different things. Unfortunately, it could be many, many difficult things. And that's why the world today at large, with unfortunately the morals a little down, the desires, even for general people, it's, it's, it's a desire to see there's a God in the world. There's a desire for something greater, desire to become great. And therefore, that desire without any direction is wild. So we're going to use that Rav Lok today, that desire that Yid has to be like Aaron Cohen to make peace as soon as possible. You have to want it badly. 
You have to know it's a million dollars. A million dollar deal with somebody. And the person's putting you down, putting you down, your product in you, I see. And you want that million dollar deal. All of a sudden you become patient and become tolerant. The million dollar check is in your uh, in your head. Rav Loch is too much because we have a burning desire, but peace as soon as possible. Selach Rav helps along. And there's so many ways to help along with the way of making peace as soon as possible. And you have to really a burning desire. We have burning desire to run here, run there, but the burning desire to have control and peace. Recently I dealt with a student, was last year, when a while this guy's in a certain class, then he had to get into high school. So after speaking to him, it's interesting that he was a very fragile guy. So when he spoke and principals, others would tell him to keep quiet, he was so fragile, his reaction was, was almost like violent, angry. He was scared. And years and years went by and it was getting worse and worse, but he wasn't a bad boy. Finally, the Rebbe told me a year ago, so he told his boy that, what is it, you have B'nai Torah. You have a special quality. There's ways to react. There's ways to react. And B'nai Torah doesn't just say yells. So the boy started to control. After a few months, the Rebbe said to the boy, how's it going? He goes, yeah, good. He said, it's nice to be behaved. It's nice to be controlled. I'm getting along. It's so much better than being yelled at every day. So, and his burning desire, this boy, and now he's uh, in high school, and but it's a big thing. It has to be burning desire, burning desire to make peace as soon as possible. So, the first step to make peace as soon as possible in a time of test, is yourself. person has to make peace within himself. It's a a crucial thing. And today is very, very hard. You know, sleep enough, eat right, exercise right, and it's constant stimulus around us. And unfortunately, being in the world today, there's a spoiledness, getting what you want from early in the days. You get your cereal you want, your 10 cereals, and you're about five years old already, you're getting the pants you want and dress you want, and it goes. And that is, But now it's even more than 20 years ago, because now you have the internet to press a button and look at the 1,700 watches that you can get. And it becomes a, a difficulty. So the first step, First step's going to seem a little funny. I remember I was with a certain friend, a certain person. I had to go to Red Miller concerning Sholem Bias. And the first thing the Rav said to him, are you getting enough sleep? Because to have peace with the world, you need peace in your body. And unfortunately, including me, we don't get enough sleep. If a person gets, look at yourself when you get that five hours, and then you get seven and seven and a half hours of the dream, the body feels better. You are already giving yourself a peace that will help you be more tolerant. I remember teaching in the public school when I was on a fast day, I wouldn't open my mouth because I knew I was tense. And if I would speak, I might say something and I would think I'm 100% right. So we're all walking around a little bit like a time bomb because our bodies are not rested. So already like we're behind the eight ball. So a person can somehow, somehow get a little more sleep or a little nap during the day, anything, it will help. And if you can get a little exercise, that's okay too. And if you can eat normally, some people don't eat until lunch. All of a sudden they walk into a classroom or walk to work and all of a sudden they think they're right in many things, but the the tolerant level is, uh, tolerance level is very low. So it's this practical advice and I heard it myself. Sleep, the body should be healthy. You also want to eat right. And you want to exercise too, a little bit of walk a day. Doctor away, maybe. All this will help. But the second thing. I remember I was at a 
Thursday night lecture. And someone asked the Ramilla uh, question, is there such a thing as thinking too much? So I was sitting there and I said, of course. So the Rav said, no. If you're thinking Kavos Ababos, or you're thinking constructive thoughts, positive thoughts, how to make things better thoughts, so then you can think as much as you want. And unfortunately today, the idea of thinking is, is being attacked. Being attacked. Because we have so many things that are, are banging against our heads. For example, and a person has to make boundaries, gudorum, concerning the following. Before we get to any peace with any other person, we just mentioned about sleep. That's good, and we can try, but I know it's difficult. But the next thing is to think. But how are we going to think if soon as we go outside, we check the cell phone, yes or no? And then all of a sudden, the emotions are being tested. You get the phone call, you feel good. You don't get the phone call, you feel bad. I got to call this one. And all of a sudden, your mind is connected to the phone call, not to where you're walking, how you're talking. I've seen people, you talk to them, and as soon as that phone rings, it's not like, which comes first? It's not even a question. <laughs> Many times. All of a sudden, right in front of you, is I talking? So the cell phone is needs parameters. We need ways to control, and also with the texting too. We're always texting. It's so easy. You don't want to talk to someone? They don't want to talk to you? Just text them. So what happens is our mind is being taken and drawn to situations that make our emotions go up and down and our thinking goes fast and we think in a way that is not as constructive as we like. For example, a person needs time to saturate the situation and then think constructively what to do. Then you put your energy in. But now there's too many factors that push a person's emotions up and down, up and down. And again, with the texting also. I'm not saying no texting, no cell phones, but there has to be boundaries. It's nice you can walk in the street and think we're going to get the following thoughts in a while, in a few minutes. But to think a little bit, to see what reality is a little bit, your reality, your milers, and then think about even how to deal with situations. We'll talk about hopefully that too, concerning how to get along with others. It's a thinking process before we meet with others. It's a very big thinking process, but you can't do it if your mind is in 10 different places. You're getting 10 different phone calls and your emotions are going up and down, up and down and a lack of sleep. Then we got computer Computers are very important for work, but how many people just just play? Then we have the internet, and of course, it's right now needed for worldly business and activities and police and hospitals and everything else. But on the other hand, people are pressing buttons when they want to look for things, look for things, and eventually you're looking for things you don't need to look for. And eventually, unfortunately, there are sites that have dragged people into terrible things, terrible, terrible things. I I heard years ago, again, it was a crazy public school story, but a girl was on this internet and it was a certain channel called Suicide or something. I don't know. Or she clicked in and the next day she wasn't there. It's There's a, there's a lot of wild stuff out there. But no, nah, not me. I got my filters and double filters. Those dangers are there. But this is dangers of losing tolerance, getting things that you want right away, always searching, always looking, always searching, and getting involved in, in searching for a watch, for clothes, for a, for a mattress, for a, who knows what, over and you keep looking and looking. It's taking so much away from our time to think. Constructive thoughts, how to make my life better, my family's life better, people's life better. So we need boundaries. We need boundaries and all these things. You have to put a list, get a piece of paper, write times. Times that I'm going to have the cell phone. If you could have it not in your pocket, that's good too. You'll see. So you don't make the phone call on your walk to the drugstore. Well, I'm going to save time. 
You're missing a walk, a, more, a walk that'd be valuable to gain your thoughts, gather your, your information of your day. Like I said, it's creating no tolerance because we have to run, get this right away, look for this right away, make this phone call right away, get this phone call. We don't get this phone call. So it's crucial to set times with your phone, with your text, with your computer, and even with your internet, whatever is being used, that it should be only very constructive. Very, very, very constructive. But set the measures, set the limits. If not, we don't get to step one with having menuchas and nefesh. We don't get to step one in Avodah Hashem. We don't get to step one to make peace as soon as possible. I mean, to love one fellow Jew, love love one fellow person, is this is one of the main commandments, and 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 we just we're just not there. So it's important to get these outside sources timed, and then. So then a little bit, okay, now let's start a walk, constructive walk. Now, these things also are very helpful. I had a friend a little while ago, and so many things we just like fly right over our heads. And I heard him say, you know, when I came home, married 30-something years, my wife was in the kitchen, you know, fixing up a little bit, and making some supper, tidying up. And I come home, I don't have a wife now. She's not there. And he didn't say the big thing, she's the kindest person on the planet Earth, and she saved the day, and that we can say too. But what did he, ex- what did he express? The, the little things. And you know me, hundreds of little things. Things, the little things we miss about our mate that they do. But when would we think a husband working eight hours in the workplace and worrying about making that money, making that buck, and but think in detail a little bit, spend some time. Not when he comes home, I'm single mother. I'm doing look, I'm doing everything by myself. And he comes home and he tries to help too. But you have to look at the picture. But we can't get into these details. If we don't give ourselves that chance. But he said, just the little things I, I don't have anymore. Little things your children do, and teens do, and people do, your parents do. There's so many things. And it's very important because yin, we thrive on the little things. The world is making everyone a clow. Everyone's a clow. Be the same, do the same. And you might say, nah, not me. I'm so individual. But I remember in the 1960s. If anyone remembers the little 1960s, 1970s, what was the theme? I do my own thing. Parents said black, you said white, whatever it was. The whole thing was individual. I, I'm, a, I'm my own man, my own person. I'm, I'm rebelling from all the different songs and books, etc. But if you look back at pictures of the 1960s and 70s, most of the boys had long hair. And the black communities had afros. And the girl had stringy hair afros over and over again. And the pants were ripped. That was the way it was. In many cases, music, everyone listened to the same music and the same books they read. But they were all individuals, all unique. Anyone who looks back at pictures five, ten years ago you don't think you were a nerd, you're going to look back and, wow, you know, I dress like everybody else, myself, and today too is the same thing. 20 years in the future, they're going to look back at us, all of us individual, unique, doing our own thing. It's a big copycat of what's going on. And now it's more than just, you know, in, in, in certain rebellious thought, it's in emotions, mental, physical, our ideas of romance and children and work attitude were being saturated. So what happens is we have to realize who we are. Because I, I, like I mentioned, my friend with his lady. You know what it means to be 
Jewish mother today? A woman who's devoted totally to to serve Hashem and to bring a family in the Derek Ayosher. You know what it means today? In the world that careers are the main thing. In the world that I want to say it's a big bathtub, Sneas is out the window. And the whole world is banging against us. And yet the women are saying, no. <laughs> I'm going to bring up a Jewish family and worry if they're going to know Allah Bez or not. Do we see? Kriya is nothing compared. A week ago, I went to upshearing. And you saw the hair being, and I said, you know what? An upshearing and payas in the world at large, 2014, probably one of the uncoolest things around. Archaic, who knows? But we're saying no. We are individual doing this to serve Hashem. And we have brism too. And we get married too. And we learn Torah too. And we bring up big families. We bring up families against all the, te- even the Teva today. So we have to understand that we have that desire. And therefore, we have to make a list. Number two, how to think. Right now, what I'm talking about now is how we have to think. Families walk by houses. So a mezuzah gave a bracha. So a yid was the happiest moment. To get along was, was like a, a given. We have to get along. You have to work and get along, but you can't, you can't. <laughs> the outside force and the phones, the texts, the everything else under the sun. And the lack of sleep and the ideas of the world. We have to step back and think. So a good part of the thinking process is the thank yous. The thank yous. Like I said, this man now, he's thankful for his wife, what she did. So what are we going to wait for? We thankful a little bit today that we have a healthy body. Oh, that's silly, great, but what are we talking about? Healthy body. No, a healthy body. You think about it a little bit, just take a little while. One day, think about your feet. Then one day, think about your knees and your ankle, your stomach, your head, your eyes, whatever it is. Have a list. I have a list. I'm looking at a list, like a 25-year-old list. The feet, the toes, the ankles, the shins, all the way to the head. And then walking, talking, seeing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Make a list. Make a list and have that could be one of your walks a little bit. There's ways to think. You're allowed to think a lot, but think constructively. And then think of your health. And think of families, parents, children, and then friends and the community. You know, we can walk around in a community today. So many of us, so many of us on the planet Earth, and especially here in Brooklyn, it's like it's generally safe. No one's going to real to you so much for your pace and for your hat and your long skirt and... But it's like, you know, free country, everyone's doing what they want, so we're doing what we want. No, that's not the attitude. We're being protected. There's a thankfulness to have shuls, to have houses, to have some panasa. These are things we have to think about. So you finish your body, now you think about I'm outside. And make a list. Make a list and think. Step back. My big thing, last couple of weeks I tell others, step back. Look at your life 20, 30, 40 years ago. And a lot of your life now is a pretty big uh, dream come true. If you look at it, you look at, well, look at this problem, this problem. Wait a second. Maybe married, some children. My panacea, you're still eating. You've had dresses and you have pants and you have food all these years. And you have some nice people. Go over and over. Take a look. Step back. We have to learn how to think in the manuchas and nefesh, manuchas and nefesh of mind. The only way to succeed, but it has to be done practically. Gedorim, a time has to be set for certain things that will detract, detract us. Distract. So it's important. And then family, and then jobs you have. It's an important list of thank yous. And the second list, is you are somebody list. This is also crucial. 
Most of the people in the community here, so many different places on the, on the communities on the planet Earth, look at a man's mourning. And to the end of the day, wakes up, tries to dive in, learns a little before and after, might go learn in Kolel, might go work. And then there's a whole day, a whole day in coming home, and then there's stuff to do in the house, and then there's going to learn a little bit too, and with the wife, and there's a whole day of working, learning about a Hashem with the family and trying to get along with others and control. Every man from the end of the day should get a big, big medal. And the world is more hefka and do this and do that and say what you want, do what you want, and you're trying to do so many different things. Stand up for the men in the community. And the women... Stand up, stand up double. <laughs> what the women do, wake up. Your vote is Hashem is from three in the morning sometimes. Men too. Waking up and getting the kids up. I tell the children, husband and wife have to be on the same page. Woman and woman doesn't have to fight those three fights every day. The waking up in the morning and the homework and the sleep. It has to be a team effort. In other words, you can kiss them to get up, doesn't get up. Once and then we'll have to speak to Tati Abba later. And Abba should be at calmness, speak with them later. And the team effort here and the homework and the sleep. Father comes home, they can't get them up. They're sleeping, they're sleeping. Go give them kisses or he goes and helps. Good. The team effort. But the point is a lady, what she does, and then she davens and she sometimes works and then she sometimes teaches and sometimes. There's so many activities, so many activities, and children at home, children there. And even in the community, they're so involved in Bichacholim and saying Tehillim and helping this one and Yenim. At the end of the day, a woman should also have a big, big check plus. But then you have to have a cheshben and nefesh. Well, like tomorrow I could do better by doing this and this. Tomorrow I could do better by doing this and this. So the second step to get clear in your mind, a little menuchas and nefesh, is who you are. These are very important things, the thank yous and who you are, because you create your attitude. I tell the same mushal story every time, but we could hear it again. But the whole idea was you, your mind creates your actions. For example, I tell the story, a young man gets up in the morning, goes to the bathroom, not bathroom's not available, because his pants are wrinkled, but he has to run the yeshiva. And he gets the yeshiva and he's, oh, the bus passes right by him. He splashes water on his pants. Gets the yeshiva late. The rabbi says, you can't come in. And the shidag date is broken. He's coming home and he feels, what a day I had. And he walks home. He sits on the couch and his little brother squirts him with a water gun in the neck. So what does he do? And he gets quite angry. Another scenario. Ah, he wakes up in the morning. The bathroom says, pants are pressed. Bus is right there. Rabbi says, you're the best. She's like, say, ah, you're getting married. Ah, he's coming home, singing, dancing, sits on the couch, squirting the water gun. He squirts back. Same react, same situation, different reaction. That's all us. We create our situations. It's very important. This deals with Rabbi Miller's first commandment. Also, be realistic, expect the unexpected. All the time, unexpected, unexpected things. And expected things happen, and we still get upset about the same expected things. So we have to see a little bit how we work our next step. How in actuality to have peace as soon as possible and get along with others. And that is as you're walking to your home or you're walking to situations and even unexpected things, but the whole idea of becoming what you call numb, Again, we're dealing with the first, you have the first two in your pockets already, right? We're dealing with the outside world. You have limited time to get involved in the shtus. And then we're dealing with becoming thankful. Then we're dealing with you or somebody. Now we're walking home now. We're walking down a block. You start thinking of things or creative things. What am I going to do to be creative in the house? What am I going to say? What kind of thank yous I'm going to say and praises I'm going to say? But one of the things is to become numb. Become numb. Say, I'm not going to react. Like Paro, when the Makas were flying, Menem said, what does it mean is hard, hard? And became numb. 
Hard hard means your heart you hold back long enough, you're gonna blast harder. So instead he came numb. Work on becoming numb. Numb, numb, numb. Like Menuchos and Nefesh. Because if you don't react and you try not to feel, you walk in with a whole different set. And your wife has something to say. She has pain. You can feel the pain. But you're controlled. I know our father used to, one perm, his children were imitating him. He goes, ah. Tati walks into the house and we're pulling each other's hair, running up and down. The first thing he says, hello, I'm home. And like, Everything is oblivious, and yet up is there ready to help. But the point is create in your mind a, a control, a relaxed steadiness, a numbness, but not a negative numbness. You can say it. But feel, I'm not going to react. I'm not going to react. But you have to practice. You have to practice. Everything before this is necessary too. And then when you walk in, before, like I mentioned, you have to think, I'm going to create the situation, not let the situation create me. You walk in Stam, or your, your wife and your husband walks in, and you're still, and the children are around. So what a person has to create. I know when I walk in their house, they can be thankful on the way. My wife does this for me, this for me, like we just mentioned, little things. And these children, the wonderfulness of the children. When you're ready to walk in, I know right now it's Thursday night. My wife is cooking for Shabbos. I'm going to come in. I'm going to help her with the dishes. I'm going to come in and do the homework with Chaimel. I'm going to come in and give uh, Chaimel a back rub. Or I'm going to run around with this one. I'm going to take a walk around the block with Sarah. You know, a whole creative way. You have an idea what's going on. You have an idea what everyone needs. Don't just walk without thinking. But what happens down the block, you're on your cell phone. And you're making this call. And you're getting this call. So when you walk in the house, stop and then when things happen, it's everyone else's fault. <laughs> but instead of walking down the block, and cre- I'm going to create the situation, not let the situation create me. You come in positive, instructive. The man coming is Superman. I told you when they, they broke us to the Yaakov, I want a baby. And Yaakov said, am I in Shem's place? I think Rev Miller, Rev Lopian, others said, yes, you're in Shem's place. You come in, you're double the Melech. You're going to hear the cries. That you're coming in to save the day. And you know what, what, what problems might come along too. You're coming in, numb, feeling you, the, your emotions are going to be controlled. You can use your seichel. And you walk in and you're ready to help this one do that and this one do that. And you're going to do this one. And, and the wife tells you what to do. Ah, I can't wait. We'll see that in a second too. If people get married, you say that women have four arms right away. That's why when you forget the milk, a woman gets angry because she would never forget the milk. When a woman gets married, the first thing, she has two heads, four arms, four legs. Everything's doubled. And it's such a benefit for the home. So a guy doesn't get it when he's being told what to do all the time. Okay, but the other way around, too, a lady has to know a woman doesn't understand, man doesn't understand these things. So gently, he'll come along with the right attitude. So we're coming in the house, we're a little numb, and we're creating. And a woman knows when her husband comes, when the children come, you know what to expect. So always think what to do. Could be maybe a little cupcake would calm him down before the homework. A little run around the block, a bicycle ride, then he'll do the homework. And again, Papa and Mom have to be on the same page. And together on the deal, backing each other up all the time. So you walk in the house, remember the famous no tension zone. It's a crucial thing. This is work, work. But Ray, we're starting again from foundations of thank yous, of happiness, of feeling great about oneself, of feeling good about yourself, of feeling I have to improve myself. So we're walking in in a no tension zone. Just like it says, no smoking area, no tension area. So the first response is, and have it planned on your walk home. And the woman has it planned on his husband, when the husband's going to come in, and you're going to come in. Encouraging BMS, encouragement BMS. Think of good things to say that you see that even the house is a big mess and the, the toys all over, but you smell supper. Mom, supper smells so good. How'd you have time for supper? And when she sits down, you're helping put the, the Legos away and you're helping the mama. And mama, you, oh, you, you look nice. And my look at mommy cook for everybody. And whatever it is, look for compliments. And the husband too, you worked hard, et cetera, et cetera. There's so much we can look to encourage 
After a while, that'll be you, you talk with your husband and wife. And then when your wife tells you what to do, you call the Simon says, yes, sure, yes, sure. Everything else is going to be, she's asking for something, she needs something. Four arms, buddy, remember that. She's telling her own arms to do it. You're her arms, so she's telling you what to do. So don't think what she's telling me for, she can do it herself. No, she's doing it herself, you're herself. You have to get into the program. So it's important that, yes, sure. Yes, sure. Get used to it. It hurts the beginning. Ego. And a woman, too, could practice a little bit, too. We have to make sure the man's not a tyrant. And on some fortunes, the woman might be a tyrant. We could do things ourselves, too. Miller said, you know, get the salt yourself. You're going to have to call your wife in the kitchen. And both ways, both ways, we, we can definitely think of being considerate. But yes, sure, get used to it. Toe tension zone all of a sudden. And the wife and husband are like being around you too, by the way. And the third thing is even when you disagree, the first thing is I'm going to validate you. I, I, I hear, I'm, I'm listening, I hear the point. You might understand it. And, and if you can leave it like that without a major discussion, even better. Don't start proving, not proving. You win, you win. You win, you lose. You lose, you lose. Everything's a loss in the big discussion. Especially ones just happen right away. That'd be thought out. And you say your point, and then think afterwards. It could be one of your walks instead of who, whose phone call I'm going to get. And if you have a Rebbe, you say, Lecharav. And Miller said that that's the biggest marriage insurance. For husband and wife to have somebody. And then you talk it over, and you'll see what your wife said Fine, fine. It, it, it'll be fine. Or your husband said what he said. Yeah, that'll be fine too. No big, not to make a big deal out of. So it's a big thing. All of a sudden, you're walking in with a thankful attitude. I'm a somebody attitude, and I'm a little. I'm gonna create a good situation here. I'm a little numb old, so I'm not gonna react with my emotions. And then I walk in. Repeat. Encouragement. Each child too a big encouragement. Today is different than the old days because children need so much encouragement, so much good words. Because if not, a parent takes for granted all the things they're doing and then the responses are either when they get olives on the test, they do a super heroic act, you respond. And the negative, anytime they do something a little wrong, pick up this and don't do this and speak softly, don't speak like that with the mama. So if that's the way of the home a little bit, the children, when they grow older, don't be surprised they don't listen altogether. And today's Nusach today is one of such chutzpah even among the best of the best. We live in a way, I remember 30 years ago, look, we're at Braga, Solomon, and Chaim, um, Camp Morris, and a bike flew right by, almost knocked the Rebbe over. And Baruch Hashem, good boys there. Remember, he said it's a new sach. It's a way of today. So don't uh, kids will react. react the, the, we never react like that. Like that. But the point is, if you start with a program of chizuk, Yechayim is sitting nicely, sitting nicely, helping nicely, dressed dressed neatly. He's. I see his toys are in a good place. It's, her bed is made. I mean, go for the gusto. Look like a like a like a hawk of the good things your wife's doing, your children's doing, your husband's doing, your mother's doing, your father's doing. Everyone could be a hawk. And what happens is it's a tremendous thing. People like being around people who notice a little bit who they are. It gives them a little somebody business. And then it's also being loyal is one of the rubs. Then command being loyal. Loyal means I can stick up for my wife, I can stick up for my children. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight tooth and nail to make sure they're they're doing well. And then to validate. Then we have AAA. How many people forget the AAA? Attention, 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 attention. Your husband and wife, families, attention, attention. Make a list what attention makes them happy. Appreciation, appreciation of what they do, little, small, whatever it is. And affection, affection, show emotional attachment all the time. Different levels maybe, different times of the month maybe, different times of the work, who knows. Appreciation. Think what your man needs to feel appreciated. And that's what you decide you feel. Because it's interesting. There's like many things a woman needs. And many things a man needs. Women need a man who's working, who's, who's uh, 
industrious, also bringing Gumgun Hashkafa, and is there any looseness in this any area, and also needs someone giving them AAA. Usually women like being cooed, being, you're, you're my kala. You could, you're my kala, but you're not working, or your shkuf is not so good, you're waking up seven, you know, 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock every day, so you're going to blow it. So you're like, three things is very crucial that a husband and wife and a man a man needs that little time to think after his day. Then, it, then they can't do 10 things at once like a lady. Nusa Nefesh, a little bit of honor, respect. That honor you give a man by giving that half hour that he comes home, the 15 minutes, that's respect, honor. You had a hard day. You're saying a billion things and have a little cantaloupe, melon ready for him. And keep those routines and speak to him nicely. Then later on you talk about the different things that happen. And all of a sudden, you have a husband. All of a sudden, you have a wife. You have normality. Then you can deal with all the Agua's Nashville in the world that you want. But you can do it. These basic things. I had someone told me the other day, I wish someone told me, told me when I got married about this forearm business and about no tension zone and the attention and free creation and affection. That's why a man can't hold back money from a lady if certain else she's not doing. He has to do what he has to do. And a woman too has to, can't hold back something because she's not getting the cooing or the extra. But there has to be some sort of communication, some way the woman to get what she needs and the man to get what he needs. That's why again, I say like a say like a So, it's important that these things be worked on. And along with what we just said, now we have a little inkling of how to create a little menuchas and nefesh. Menuchas and nefesh. Maybe we'll just summarize and repeat and conclude. So again... Miraglim could be the cause where 40 is in the midbar because how the people reacted to the complaints are reacting to tests and yells and arguments. It's all about our reactions. But the way to react we're mentioning is make peace. Think of peace, peace, peace. How to make things work. Then we have Ravloch, the idea of a yid has a burning desire to do so many things. Have your burning desire to get along, everybody. See, I'm going to put in my mind now, I'm going to, and you're going to see different life at home, different life at work, different life altogether. And then we started out, you have with yourself. Person needs sleep and sleep and exercise and eating right as much as you can. And a person, a person needs to have time set when the cell phone is used, when the text is used, when the internet is used, when the computer is used. It should be limited times. And don't worry, you'll get to your phone calls, the important ones, you'll make them, you'll get them, you'll do fine. But then you then you have to have your walks. All of a sudden, wait, wait, I'm alone now. That's a little scary now. I mean, I have to think. Ramilla said, if you think the right things, thinking is wonderful, wonderful. And to think we just mentioned... Curse us so tov things, your body, your family, your friends, nice community. Go over, step back at your life 10, 30 years, go look at now. And review and review and see what you have. Curse I tov the boreolum. You'll see a shem in your life. And then as you build curse tov, that you are somebody. Go from morning to night, your schedule. Top to bottom, you'll see it's unbelievable. But every man and every woman is accomplishment, accomplishing. Give yourself that pat on the back. Give yourself a pat on the back. All of a sudden, you're feeling a little better. You're having a little nooks and nefesh, settleness of mind, thinking correctly. You are somebody, big, big, deep stuff. We could all improve. Go over your day, morning to night. You'll see your heroes, everybody out there. And the third thing we mentioned is how to get along with others. The whole idea when you're walking into the house. First of all, create is seeing how are you going to deal with things. Become numb, numb, numb. 
No feelings. No feelings, I mean, to the negative and adversity, but feelings are the ones, the, the cries and the needs and the wants. That's good feeling. You walk in numb, and then you create the no tension zone, right? No tension zone. You walk with, with encouragements galore, Emmis, and you come in with encouragements, and then you come in with, yes, yeah, sure. You come in with Simon Says, that you're going to do what your mate and family wants. And all of a sudden, you get along. You get along, you get along. You're a, you're a gibor. You're a powerhouse. You're a hero. And getting along, I told you a story with a boy, getting along so much better in life. So much better in life. And third thing we mention when you come in the house is to validate, to validate, validate. Validate the situation. When your husband, wife, family says something, validate it. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I hear the point. I hear the point. It's crucial. And in this way, we can create peace. You create peace within yourself. And you create peace with others. And you build a house that's happy and proper. And we have this opportunity, everybody. But all this has to be taken into consideration. So again, Ben Sion Griper, 718-339-6020. Here to talk again, 718-506-9099, extension 31. To text, 347-927-8398. Again, you can text and and get a book, a 140-page book called Diamond Polishing on Marriages. A lot of good details. You can get one free. Send it all over the world, anywhere you want. And there's videos, too, you could ask for. And his old talks, and whatever we can do. And again, the phone is 718 339 6020. We could be of help. 